into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everybody. He didn't cue me, but I'm going to go because I think I'm supposed to go right now. <laughs> I got it right, even without the headphones on. Hi, everybody. We're back with your favorite after show for your favorite TV show, Abby Rain. Duh. It's everyone's right. favorite show. I know. We're missing uh, one of the royal bros tonight. Oh, um, sad. Phil. I yes, sad. putting out fires. Phil is out. But um, you, you have us. I'm back. Thank you for all the wonderful birthday wishes, even though my <laughs> birthday is actually... Tomorrow, they jump the gun a little sure, bit. I'm pretty sure, no, I'm pretty sure it's last week. <laughs> Anyways, I'm your host, Keaton Markey, and I have my lovely co-host here. Yes. Um, here, JB Zimmerman. JB, where can, can we follow you? They can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JB underscore Zimmerman. And you guys can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Like my page, please. Uh, at Keaton Markey, K-E-E-T-I-N-M-A-R-C-H-I. And don't forget to, um, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel, the AfterBuzz TV YouTube channel. Uh, also, you can find us on iTunes. And uh, if you tweet at us or, you know, talk to us via social media, make sure you hashtag ABTVRain because you know you love it. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys can live comment on YouTube as well. So yes. I don't have my computer up today, but... Next week, I promise you I'll have it back. Totally. I'm trying to disconnect, you know? <laughs> Step back from technology. Step back a little bit. You know? Live a little bit like rain. Yeah. Take a well, take You know, feel like Greer, you know, really, really like, yeah. let go of some things. Um, <laughs> Move on to the next. Well, speaking of letting go, Greer, do you want to just jump into it? Do you want to let's talk, do let's it. Talk let's, about Greer. let's get into it. Well, this is episode 14, The End of Morning, and... Um, I think that had to good do with title, a lot of, very deep, very very deep on a lot yeah. of the different story um, lines that were going on uh, in the story. And I love that the writers and you know, producers of Rain, they I feel like they do that with each title. It has like so many. It's like a double entendre. Every yeah. Time. So um, yeah, Greer, Miss Greer, we got her back today, which was yes, very exciting. Yeah, I mean she's kind of in a different place than we've seen her before, which is interesting. She looks good. Um, yeah, her hair's I mean, looking fly. I was worried a, a little bit in the beginning, sort of where she was kind of derailing. Like it looked like she was drunker. Just, yeah, exactly. I mean, she was, was very lost um, in what she was doing and kind of what her future was. But I think she found a new job, and um, she's a PIMP, <laughs> a uh, madam. Yes, I, I mean, she kind of fell into it. Isn't it funny that like I, like it used to be like madam? It was almost like sounded so such like an elegant title but well, now it's I mean, just straight pimp like <laughs> <laughs> um anyways so the girl still got a bit of prestige it does it, and it was nice to see that lola and kenna did reach out and go visit greer at the beginning of this episode um to check up on her because that's what friends do and they're obviously still very close friends um i thought they did bring up a lot of good questions to greer of you know things that we've kind of had questions about like why why can't you go back to castle roy 
you know, where's his money? Why won't you go back home? Like, don't you have other options? And so kind of answered a few of those questions that we've kind of been having since she was banished. Uh, but, you know, she's she's doing the best she can do, Miss Greer. Yeah, I wish she would go back and, like, find Casseroy, though, even though they have lost what seems like everything at this time. Yeah, because she... I would love to, to see her go find him. And, like, I mean, when they were together, I was really for that. Like, they really seemed like they legitly liked each other. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's, at this point, it's like, you know, she's kind of found a way to start earning money slightly um, and in a more ladylike manner, I would say. And it's like, why don't you start putting some of that money away or saving it or use the money that Lola and Kenna can start giving you and find a way to travel to Castle Right? I don't know. I feel like that's better than you as a woman being on your own in a place. Pimping people out. Yeah, well, pimping people out and in a place where your reputation is completely ruined. So, you know, I just, I feel like she could... You know, she's like, oh, I need to become, like, a lady's assistant type of thing. And, you know, she was at that one point being interviewed by that one lady who didn't know her reputation and didn't know her history. But that was ruined. And it's like, you know, you could find probably that same job easier, not in France. Right. Get out, Grim. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, get away from all these people who do know who you are and, you know, have all these connections with yeah. you. Yeah. No, it, that's a good point. I think without the technology that you're saying, um, stepping back from, <laughs> I think it would be a little easier to kind of find a new identity and create a new life for yourself if you did go outside. I mean, obviously, they have whatever systems to kind of fi- figure out your background and do those mm-hmm. kind of checks. But I think it would be... A little bit easier to become a new person. It's like, you know, going to a new college or school or something, you know, or a new workplace. Like, you are you can reinvent yourself if you go into a new environment. Yeah. And I feel like even if she did go home, like, we know her dad is, like, a super shady dude. Like, not a nice guy at all. But he's also not the type of guy who's going to, like, he, he, he doesn't want his reputation to be hurt by her reputation. So if she comes home, he's not going to, like, throw her out because then everybody else is going to know that, oh, my God, like, you know, what exactly happened with her. Um, so I feel like her, I don't know, I feel like that could be an option too, but obviously we don't want Greer to go away because we know her and Lath are meant to be together <laughs> and we'll eventually get him back in the picture, fingers crossed, we want some more, uh, Jonathan Kelts in our lives every day, all yeah, day. Yeah, no, I'm all for that, but <laughs> I feel like he should go find an, uh, someone new too. I mean, no. I feel like if, if... Every time he finds somebody new, it's like, lame. <laughs> You and Greer just need to come on. Come on. It's not lame when they die of like the plague. Well, that was super lame. That it was sad. It was terrible. It was a terrible, terrible thing. That was Castle Roy's daughter. I think there is someone else that is right for Lath. No, Greer. No, it was Nostradamus's prediction. In they're still, she is still married. No, episode one, freaking season one, that your true love is a man with a white smudge on his face, and then we immediately saw Lath. Why would the writers, why would they show us that in like episode one or two if that's not the what... forbidden love? The no, forbidden that's happening. Fruit. This it's whole happen- episode is we, about that. No, it, no. True, true story. It's happening. People, we're I, talking about it. It's, talking you about guys, it. you tell us who do you think if are Greer and um, Leith meant for each other or not? Do we want to find somebody new for Leith? I just want more Leith back in my life, really. Fair enough. Just let's find it. Can, can we get him back? Like, let's get a storyline that brings Leith back. I'm not, I'm not saying. I don't mind all the Conde we've been getting because talk about tall, dark, and handsome. I mean, I don't even know if he's tall, but he just commands a presence, that man. He is he is a 
tall glass of water. Uh, we'll get. We'll, we're gonna wait on wow. time. <laughs> I know it's no fun. Like you. Like where's Thania? I miss you. I miss. I know we've been we've been very shorthanded. I'm sorry, guys. We'll have the full panel together soon. We will. Hopefully. Yeah, it's been like it's busy time of year. Um, it's the age of Aquarius. We're all all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, soon to be the age of Pisces. Just saying. We've been arguing Just about saying. who's more important, Pisces or Aquarius. Aquarius just have songs. Anyways, we digress. Let's talk about Ken. Uh, I mean, and... Nicotina wrote a pretty awesome song about Pisces. Okay, so stop it. Just... Stop it, stop it. Well, Phil is not here to dote on Kenna tonight, but we can talk about her because uh, King uh, Antoine, he has been yes. kind of all uh, over her this episode. I am not an Antoine fan. You're not. I'm not Team Antoine. I don't think all. anybody this be... thing. Because this is the thing with Antoine. I don't even think he's... He's not even, like, a villain I enjoy. Like, Narcisse is a villain I enjoy. He's fun to hate. Like, he's just so maniacal and he's just so evil. You, like, you kind of, like, ooh. Yeah, I no, like I, that, that's actually a really good point because I respect Narcisse. Like, he pulls fast ones all day, like, that you don't see coming. Oh, he's crazy. He is ahead of the game. Yes. And that is impressive. Like, even though you kind of love to hate him, um, it's still, like, he is such an admirable character. Like, he is... Smarter than everybody else, kind of seems like he's masterminding things. I mean, and, and absolutely, and that's why I think I love Catherine so much too. Even though I don't think Catherine is as evil as Narcisse is, um, but you know, we we see now King Antoine, or is it King Antoine? Is that who we call him? Yeah, I mean, he's the king. He's a king. He's of a king. Navarre, he's, I believe. Yeah, the king of Navarre. He's he's now after seriously after Kenna. Because, yeah, he's kicking it. He's putting on the full crest yeah, right he's now. He's noticing extreme. that. Um, uh, Benna or Cash, whatever you like to call them, uh, they're they're kind of struggling. Like cash. cash is yeah. struggling. <laughs> they're not having a good time right now. It's been a couple episodes that we're like, oh, are they going to get it back? And then it goes downhill again. So he's seeing kind of some gaps in in this relationship, and he also really wants to get back at Bash because now he knows officially that Bash was the one who did kill his brother, even though it was by order of the king. Um, and you know he did he did kind of stand up and say I forgive you and make a whole scene about it. But we saw very he lied confused. clearly did not clearly forgive him. Um, he does not forgive him and he is going to make Bash suffer a slow and painful death similar to the poison that he was poisoned. Well, yeah, I don't think he's going to kill him anymore because no, he's not, yeah. he can't kill him. And I and I and I love Conde for what he did uh, in that in that one scene when you know they. There is this whole thing about this poison Bible that we saw Narcisse and Queen Catherine discovered last week. Who could have done it? They think, obviously, it was, you know, somebody from the, either Condé or the king. And somebody from that camp did it because the guy who was King Henry's kind of right-hand dude, um, he was used to be under, you know, uh, I guess, what what is it? He was he was under orders from Condé, and um, they did this whole thing. Mary, you know, tricked Condé into staying longer, even though he was getting close with Lola, which I was loving seeing. We saw happiness for once, guys. It's something we very don't get. Brief, we don't yeah. get happiness in this show very often, but we got it very briefly at the right. beginning of that. The and it was, yeah, scene. it was also like a couple that could be together too. and would so be I was great like, together. Yes, this is yeah, uh, yeah. There are two characters. I was definitely rooting for that. There are two I mean, characters that I feel like they're both very strong characters. They're very smart characters, and they're so likable. Right. So 
I, I would be so happy for them to be together. It was kind of like I feel like when Bash and Ken no, got together. No, uh, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Uh, you know, they're both kind of equals, and at first it was like, you know, I were forced into this. Yeah. But at the same time, they kind of realized that they were oddly matched. Yeah. Well. Um, so I, I, I loved that whole scene that was at the beginning um, of this episode when everybody was in, you know, outside. It... Like, literally, I have right. It looks like so much fun, but so cold. I would be so interested. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the fur jackets. I know. I'm going to have to tweet at them. Everybody else tweeted them. I mean, usually Torrance will tweet back, but, like, how cold was it? Because I know there was that huge cold front that came through, and they were, you still got to film. You totally. still, they all toughed it out. I'm sure they all had warmers inside all the beautiful yeah. furs. We and know coats nothing about that. It was like 80 degrees today. But like did LA. you even see like Conde like his eyes were watering. It was so cold. His nose was running. Like I was just like these poor poor actors. Yeah, no, and the <laughs> acting is fantastic. Like for yeah. them to kind of play that role in that kind of harsh element thing is Oh, awesome. and they got to freaking play on those sleds. I mean, it looked like a great Very cool. great great time. Um and we saw a little little jealous Mary come out. Yes. We've always known, I mean, there has been so much chemistry between Mary and Conde uh, since he, he actually started, like, came on the show. There's been that spark between them, and I, you know, it's it's nice to kind of see Mary have these feelings again. I felt like she was so closed off for so many episodes because of, you know, what happened to her that now she's, these feelings are kind of like a great, a step forward right. In you know her ability to to be open and to be touched and to have those that type of a romantic type of relationship, even though it's not with Francis, which is yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. It was interesting though because she had to manipulate him based on the whole plan to figure out like where the Bible poison came from, but at the same time, I think that she was telling the truth. Like she used that as an opportunity to kind of explain how she. Like, well, and I think it was also she, she didn't want him to leave, right? Like, but I think she de- definitely doesn't want him to be with Lola. Like, she, it's kind of like if I can't have him, no one can. Type yeah, of thing. I mean, it obviously definitely like hurts her to see them together. I mean, it's it's kind of funny that like Mary, like Lola, like Lola's really kind of hurt Mary, not trying to, but like by sleeping with Francis and getting pregnant with Francis' baby, then having Francis' bastard son. Yes, the mi- uh, you know, minor and, and then, yeah, that's just, just the, that little thing Lola did to Mary. And then for Mary to try to pair her up then with her other kind of love interest is is very strange uh, to me a little bit. Right. I know. think it was maybe she was trying to... Um, like, maybe just pretending that she didn't have those strong feelings for him and was like you know maybe this will help me get over it when really it just made it worse by putting Lola because she was I mean she's I I mean she hasn't even been able to get over the whole Francis thing and I don't think she ever will be until she will have that family unit that she's got some some things to work out she's got a lot of she's got a lot on her plate poor Mary oh my goodness well um so we did see her you know, she agrees to go along with this plan to figure out if Conde is responsible for basically the death of King Henry. And and with with the madness and death of King Henry, I mean, that just opened up Pandora's box, like the him going mad slowly. And I love the King of Navarre, Antoine, saying, like, you know, it makes sense why they did it that way. He's like, I wanted his, you know, people to remember him as, like, the terrible 
like crazy, maniacal, evil person that we saw him as right. because he killed their brother. So, I mean, that's very, they're very messed up. But also, like, that's cool. That's kind of cool how the writers kind of work that into it. And uh, I, I think that's, that's what yeah, I really like. Very so diabolical many Yeah, so diabolical to, to, to destroy um, not only a man, but a kingdom starting right. to – it's like playing chess and he's so much further ahead than anybody um, by taking out the king. So, But, I mean, when you take out the king – now Francis is the king. So I would say he – by taking out Henry, he probably well, – what chess piece do you think he took out? I don't um, know. Yeah, I mean, I no, think he just queen. is just <laughs> all into making people suffer, like, unnecessarily, like, to the extreme. Uh, I you know, with, with Bash, uh, he – played that whole charade like he was forgiving him and just is taking it to a whole new level with with kind of I don't know I don't think it's like unnecessary I just think he's obsessed with revenge I think that's what's messed up with Antoine is he's so obsessed with revenge other than anything else so it's like even though you know Bash was just acting on orders and did apologize and all that stuff it's just and and Conde called him on it Conde's like Look! Look at what this is doing to you. And he's like, and that's why Conde kind of called out Bash as you know killing their brother, so to protect them. Because ba- Conde said he's like, he's like, I'm trying to save both of our lives, and by saying that, I'm keeping you from like ever being able to do anything to him. Right. But I'm saying like Bash came forward, admitted it, was like, I did this. I am sorry. I didn't. Like, he didn't know it was their brother. He was just right. acting on And orders. it was something he was forced to do by the king. Like, he was given orders. He was just doing his job. Obviously, something bad happened. No, and what I'm saying is that by Conde, like, telling, like, saying in that public space in front of everybody that they knew that Bash killed their brother, he's in essence protecting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just saying, like, Antoine is the, just like a sociopath. That oh, is like. I'm going to pretend. Obsessed with revenge, yeah. yeah. Obsessed with revenge, playing so many, so many um, steps ahead. So after they blame um, kind of Conde and his brother, uh, turns out they didn't do it because dun 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 dun. Catherine comes in at the most awkward time. Like, come on, really? Yeah. That's the timing of how this really, like, of how Still this worse. happened? It's like they couldn't have checked in right like before the dinner. Yeah. Like, send a servant. Like, let's... Why are you not walking in with Catherine when this was such a big Ca- deal Yeah, her and too? Catherine's very plugged into what's going on. She obviously knew... Catherine was knew... Yeah. herself! <laughs> and she knew, she knew where the dinner was. It's not like she heard something was like, oh, my God, bust in here. How are you guys having this dinner? It's the wrong... I don't know. This kind of was bugging me. Just because I, I wasn't here last week, but I thought it was funny again how last week, like the whole like the crazy announcement happened in the middle of a party again, and it's just like, come on, guys, let's find new ways to do things. Yeah. And like, wait, Catherine Barge is in. <laughs> it wasn't them. Like, I don't know. It just seems a little a little cheeky to me. Um, but we did, according to the evidence that Catherine found, they found out that it was actually Mary's uncle who is back in court, um, that he was actually the one who was poisoning King Henry and um, not, you know, Condé and the and the king. Yeah, well, so everyone thinks. So everyone thinks. Um, but before we kind of move past that, let's talk a little bit about, you know, uh, the Duke of Guise, who did kind of meet his untimely end at the... Uh, in this episode, but yeah, you know, Duke of Guise got murdered. Yeah, the last oh, time man. the last time that we saw good. him was before the plague, 
and then he pieced out. Yeah. He was like, I don't want to get the It's play. too bad. Because, I mean, his storyline was, was definitely an intriguing one. Like, I wanted to hear more about his, like, background and, and kind of what he was doing. He obviously had a thing with Catherine. Yeah, I was, I know, was bummed. For him they, to just they ended be 86 so, yeah. so fast. Like, just as he was getting back in, I, w- I wish maybe a few episodes he kind of had built up more of of a story, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I never think Rain is rushed, ever. Yeah. Um, but, yes, his storyline, and especially his arc in this particular episode, was a little, like, he's here, he has this proposal for Catherine, it was going to start kind of maybe this, like, triangle between Catherine, Narcisse, and him, which I was excited to see, because I literally wrote down in my paper, I was like, this reminds me of Gossip Girl, because <laughs> we got to see kind of love, a love triangle happened with an older generation, and not the same generation all the time, and I was excited to see that. Uh, so I was a little bummed that they killed him off and got rid of him so quickly, and I also think the dynamic between him and Mary was interesting. Um, just the trust right. issues and um, that he was obviously a, a relative to her. And definitely, like, his motivations for power, yeah. like, aside with hers. I yeah. th- thought that was, you know, a great opportunity to kind of have another conflict and another storyline. Absolutely. But he's gone. And uh, we thought, okay, they took care of that guy. Yeah. And then we see a fun little scene. Uh, we've, we've been seeing, like, more and more Narcisse since we asked for it. A couple episodes back, Narcisse, they have been giving us some Narcisse, and I'm loving it. Yeah, no, he's been on his A-game, and and it's been awesome. (laughs) I loved when Narcisse came in on the family dinner, which, can you imagine what it would be like to sit down to dinner with, like, like Bash, and Mary, and Francis, and Claude, and Catherine? Like, to just have dinner with that family must be just just peachy. (laughs) I'm surprised Kenna wasn't there, because she's technically... Married to Bash. I don't know. That I, that would seem a little weird to have Narcisse there and not Kenna. Um, but we see that Narcisse is uh, kind of trying to get Catherine on. Like, now we know he's just, try- like, faking with Catherine, like, trying to get her on his side so he can use her. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like seeing Narcisse. And uh, we've, we've been, it's been kind of seemed like Narcisse was turning in a little to a little bit of a good guy and kind of bowing down to Francis's desires and seeing that scene where Catherine got to boss him around was awesome. She's like, if you, if you mess with my family, like I, like you have to prove your worth back to me. Like she was not trusting him at all. She's like, well, yeah, for good reason. Me. I mean, no, he's obviously not, not being a hundred percent on, on board. So I think she's, she's spot on. I mean, I, really want the end-all showdown to be with, with Catherine and Narcisse. That would be great. I literally wrote down Catherine's a band. True story. I mean, <laughs> she's she is... awesome. Yeah. She's like, no one hurts my family and, like, lives to, to tell the tale, really, or doesn't pay for it. Uh, but Narcisse is, is getting paid by another family. He's working both sides, as we see. King Antoine did pay him off to frame um the duke of the duke of geese so it's, yeah what do you think he's gonna do with that money i mean he's very like because yeah he shady can't he can't just plans. all of a sudden be like i have money or do something with it because right. francis seizes every move and he's gonna they're obviously don't trust him anyway and they'll question where did he get that money or you know things right. like that so 
I think he's going to put it away for a while, and uh, I think he's got a lot more tricks up his sleeve before Definitely. he's going to make another a big move on Francis or, or the Royals family at this point. I think he's trying to to build up support and um, just different defenses within the castle, right? So that when he strikes, he he will win. Yeah, I mean, he's very behind the scenes with mm-hmm. all of his kind of mastermind work. So I definitely expect him to. I mean, he's such a smart character. He knows that he's going to get caught. He even mentioned that if he was, you know, showing that the money, like buying stuff, obviously that would draw attention. So I think he's going to kind of keep it very much on the down low and slowly build up like kind of a coup. Oh yeah, he's he's and he's working both sides, and I love the way he was able to, you know, when when the king when the king of um or. I don't know what what about Anton. I'm just gonna call him that because I I keep calling him like a hundred different things. <laughs> when he was like, "How do I know like you're not gonna blackmail me?" and he's just like, "We both have nooses around each other's necks right. at this point." But I think he's gonna blackmail. Him well, somehow. and Still. I well, I mean, if it this is the thing, Narcisse does what's good for Narcisse. If it's gonna be to his benefit at some point, he's gonna run into a chance where it's gonna be like he he that blackmail right. is gonna work. For his yeah, betterment, if it, he will. If he, he will pull yeah. that noose and he'll find he'll a way to get out car. of his. Right. Um, you know, but it, it's kind of the same thing that he has with Francis right now. I feel like they both kind of have nooses around each other's necks. Even though Francis feels like he's in control, Narcisse still has a lot, a lot of stuff on right. him. And he Narcisse, plays a very dangerous game. He does. And so I'm still worried for Francis. I truly am. Uh, and I know. I just feel bad for Francis, like, most of the time. It's like he's... <laughs> Doing with he was so much. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, hot today. Like, and I, I just have to say, I know we always like fawn over like the girls' fashion and stuff, but the guys this episode. I mean, their costumes are so beautiful and so intricate too. There was like this this coat that Narcisse was wearing at the end when he was talking to um, Antoine, and like they had little blue sparkles on it, and it just caught the blue in his eyes, and he just looked so that sexy. That wardrobe person. Is really but and then there's this one thing it. Francis had on that just looked super man. And royal, and I mean the the detail and the intricacy that just goes into all of these costumes is just so cool. And I just yes, the all the guys' costumes are just as awesome as the women's costumes, especially this episode. They really stood out to me. Uh, so great job, Rain Costumes! Yay, we love you. Um, who else? What else do we need to talk about? Um, How cute that baby was. Whoever it's cast a royal it, baby. That's a it's cute baby. Gorgeous. Lola and Francis made a really, really cute, cute baby. And babies usually look like aliens to me. But I feel like that baby should be a little older. I feel like um, more time has gone by. I don't know. Maybe I'm just... enough. No, maybe not. I, I don't really know how old the baby is and how old it... Uh, like, how what certain ages need to look like. I've never really been that well, close yeah, to they, they may be milking up. the cute baby stage of the It's a super cute royal. baby. But, I mean, I, I like that, though. I like that the focus of the story is around the main characters and not so much, like, raising, like, a little boy prince slash well, yeah, like, I mean, mini bash. <laughs> mini bash, so cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, let's see. Well, by the end of the episode, we see that Mary has told Conde, I really do have these feelings for you. Like, I'm sorry for what I did. uh, But obviously, I have nothing I can really give to you. And Conde says to her that that has nothing to do with your heart. So he can just keep, keep, keep trying. And he he can, but I I think that she, 
just her character. She's got so much on the line that she would never put her personal feelings like first in, in a place to compromise yeah. everything else. Like, Mary's not one to make stupid mistakes. Right. And, that and, and one that's, mistake. like, so much more affecting of every, everyone yeah. else. We talk a lot about, like, the greater good and the decisions that they have to make. And I think that's one where she would never compromise that. So I, I definitely believe her when she says, like, I can't. Yeah. I can't give you anything. Absolutely. Which sucks because, you know, in a normal. You know, it's sad. Connie's acting was on point. He is a phenomenal actor. He is very gifted. Yeah. I, I, his eyes, they're just, like. Cut into your soul. They're so. Whoa! Tell uh, us how you really feel. I don't even know. I can't. Um, and then we see that Francis now, because Lola mentioned how she miss, misses his friendship. So does Francis, and so right. he and he had been avoiding her because of Mary's kind of insecurities when it came to their their relationship and their closeness. And now he's kind of just being like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this friendship happen." And it was a very cute shot of them. Right. That's so cute. They make a really cute couple, and it makes me sad because I'm I'm a I'm a frary. I'm hashtag Team Frary. So I don't know if we're ever gonna have a Team Frary happily ever after. Ooh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot before we of... lose Francis. Well, yeah. Hopefully, hope I I I mean global prediction. I think that we may. Do you want to save it? Do you want to save it for predictions? <sighs> Write it down okay. right now. Okay. Save it okay. for predictions. I'll save it because we're Stay close. tuned. We're very close um, to predictions. But, okay, so then I'll just segue to just the love triangles. Do you think that any of them will actually break? Like, we have Mary and Conde, obviously. No, uh, they will not Francis break. Francis Lola, Antoine Kenna. Do you think any of those? I think, I don't think Fran, because I, I, I think Mary will not, Mary's not one to make yeah. stupid mistakes. I agree. Like, that, that are I agree. Gonna, like, I think Mary Conde, although that's, what would be the most likely well, to? Well, because they have so much freaking chemistry. Right. No, exactly. There's um, so much sexual tension. They're just like in the room, and I'm just like, my God, you could cut this with a knife. Yeah, um, um, but I mean, their characters are probably the most ro- like morally just. Yeah. And, and I mean, they just have the strongest like head on their shoulders. Each of them, you know, for Condé to kind of, renounce his own brother based on the shadiness that he's pulling is like huge and i think mary would do the same thing if it was a tie as strong as strong as family she would still choose like the moral yeah i mean you saw we saw at the beginning of the episode she was she she was like to her uncle you're nothing to me It's, it's, it's the same with her mother you're nothing to me because of like the sneaky things that they were trying to do and she called them on it she she doesn't have ain't nobody got time for that uh, so next, next love. So we see then, uh, the Lola Francis. Yeah, Lola I think Francis, Francis is going to get a little antsy. He's a man. I mean, pff, true not, story. Not and he's a king. Men, like, but, and he's a king and he can have her. He really can. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the least stakes are on that relationship. Because if it happened, it'd be like, well, I mean, so. He's well, and Mary's like, already kind of written him off at this point. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I think no one would be surprised and it wouldn't be that big of a, like, ripple effect where worlds would would crash yeah so then we saw kenna get uh, some strawberries Uh, and snow i think that's 
the most likely to to actually happen in the show, but I don't want that. I know. At all. I Kenneth's character has come uh, so far with no, kind of, Kenna, just her moral code, it. and I just I know she's getting frustrated with Bash, and and they came so far as a couple too. Right. I I don't want to see that happen because I think I, I think it would take too many steps back as her yeah. character and it would make me so sad. And I don't want Antoine to win. I, I know, hate like, him. Oh, I don't. God, he's, I don't even like him as a villain. He's the worst. Um, so yeah, I don't know. And, and, and then now, and what about, what about, cause we kind of got a little bit of this love connection, Catherine and Narcisse. Do you think there's any potential Narcisse, there? Um, cause Narcisse is just, you know, he's trying to get in wherever he can. I don't think so. I don't think Catherine lets her guard down ever. Especially with him. Yeah. It's he met with, like, with her cubs. She knows exactly who he is. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think with him, like she's ever going to let any type of thing move forward in that way. With him. Okay. I mean, I think she's, it's fine now because their goals are aligned. But as soon as he crosses Francis, which he is going to do sooner or later, like he's going to be on the outs and she would have no problem poisoning him. <laughs> Bye, Narcisse. Yeah, I feel yeah. Like, I think, I really hope it's like a, it's a Narcisse Catherine standoff and she gets like, kind of like right. she got with Diane. I hope she kind of gets that with Narcisse because I feel like he, has he basically led to, well, almost led to the death of her husband and her son. Who knows? He might, maybe he'll knock off Francis. Maybe. Who knows? Um, did, did we get everything? Did we? Greer is a pimp. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we checked that I off think, the list yeah. first. Yeah, I think we. That's awesome. I think Madam Greer. Madam Greer, we got that. Um. Nice. So, well, so, are we ready for Castle Corner? Oh, I'm I forgot ready. to get the music for Castle Corner. I'm so sorry. <sighs> we can imagine. Uh, there's no music, did right? You don't. Yeah, we don't. Oh, we. Nice. Oh, we do have music there for Castle music. Corner. Is there trumpets? I, I can't hear it. What is it? I want to know. It's probably awesome. I'm listening. Yeah, just a little harpsichord. Oh, that's perfect. Harpsichord. Nice. Classic. I was just saying like how much I love the movie Amadea. So we love the harpsichord. Anyways, so today, you guys, on Castle Corner, uh, we take a trip to Germany. Again, yes. actually. Um, and we go to Berg Frankenstein, which I'm sure you recognize the name. It's Frankenstein <laughs> Castle. Um it's a little ruined remain, um, remains of a castle. It's not much, really. About uh, 30 kilometers south of Frankfurt, Germany. So if you are traveling to Frankfurt, this would be a cool kind of thing you could do. Um, so Mary Shelley, I don't know if you guys know who she is, but she's actually the author of the novel Frankenstein. That's Mary Shelley, who you see right there. She's a little scary looking. Yeah, I was, uh, I was about to say. <laughs> I like Google pictures of her, and I was like man. in the dark, and I was like, ah! Huh. She's... Um, but Foxy. it is it is rumored that she did find it's never been proven and she's never she's a, never apparently even visited this castle but apparently she found inspiration for her novel um which was first published in 1818 from this castle uh if you guys don't know who at Frankenstein is as you see his beautiful beautiful <laughs> read face, a book you know it, it it's basically the story of an eccentric and dangerous scientist named Frankenstein the monster's name is actually not Frankenstein it's the the yes, doctor who created him it is a common misconception um he basically brings this zombie creature monster to life uh, they made a movie of it in 1931, and that was actually the first time that the Frankenstein story became associated with the Frankenstein castle. Um, the original novel makes no reference to the castle at any point, and um, the film adaptation, however, took place in the castle. 
Um, and what's nice. the cool thing about this castle, though, is it was actually at one point the home of an eccentric scientist named Conrad Dippel, who was actually born in the castle. This is him right here. Um, he was born there in 1673 and uh, had a really kind of crazy rep um, reputation for doing experiments with animals and body parts. He, he was obsessed with souls and... Lots of weird, weird, crazy things if you if you look up uh, Conrad uh, Dippel. Um, but other than, you know, kind of Mary Shelley, Frankenstein, and uh, this Conrad Dippel, I mean, Frankenstein actually means uh, the Stone of Franks. Um, it's the name of the family who actually laid claim to the land, and the castle was built around 1252, um, which is the year the first historical record of that area um, and that castle happened. Um, and it remained in the Frankenstein family for over 400 years. And over the centuries, the castle fell into dis disrepair. And uh, actually, Grand Duke Ludwig II of Hesse, I don't know if that's how you say it, um, and and by right, he finally decided to rebuild Berg Frankenstein Castle in the 19th century. So if you do go visit, you'll see that there's a lot of kind of medieval architecture that are more ruins, and then this other type of architecture, um, which was from more of the 19th century. So it's a cool kind of mixture of architecture. Um, but actually, in the 1970s, so today, um, leading up to today, uh, U.S. soldiers actually founded an annual Halloween festival at Berg Frankenstein. So if you want oh, a no cool way. time, you can, party you can go party at the Frankenstein wow, Castle. That's awesome. Uh, it's now one of the uh, biggest Halloween celebrations in Germany, and uh, since the since then, the castle has been haunted by monsters and zombies at Halloween. I mean, they go all out. If you look up some of the pictures from that's this insane. thing, it's so cool. I mean, I know in Los Angeles, I we, I we've got at, Fright Fest, but well, I we feel have, like... we have Universal Studios Horror Nights and stuff, and like I work yeah. at that, and like people are obsessed with Halloween, but to actually be able to, to celebrate in Halloween Frankenstein. in Frankenstein's castle. Man. That's so a whole cool. another level. And it's like That's Oktoberfest. Awesome. So you should go. This is what you should do. You should make Man. a trip to Germany. I'm going. Do Oktoberfest. Do all that fun stuff. And then, you know, your last hurrah can be at Frankenstein's Castle on Halloween. Um, sounds like a that really fun epic. trip. Right? Yeah. Maybe we should do this next year. Let's, Let's do start it. Planning. I'm booking my ticket. I'm right going to start a Kickstarter because I'm too poor. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, that is Castle Corner for today, guys. Awesome. Uh, and enjoy those pictures. I had fun. I love doing Castle Corner. Yeah, I that, that was a really good one. I Thank mean, you. I like them all, obviously, but that one. I feel like I'm getting better. I'm getting better at kind of figuring out, okay, what are the interesting What do the people want? Cool. Yeah, yeah, what do the people want? Totally. Um, well, I'm trying exact, to give you what you want. Literally exactly what I want. That's what you wanted. Okay, yeah. good. I've got at least somebody Castle likes Frankenstein. It. Castle Frankenstein. And you're going to plan a trip. You know, Done. If you yeah, guys, it's happening. Let us know if you visited. Send us your pictures. That's what we should do. If you guys send us your pictures from any of the castles that you visited that we've talked to in the past, uh, we will. I will try to put them up on the screen at some Absolutely. point. Um, or if you have any suggestions for castles that you have visited and think I should talk about, tweet at me at Keaton Markey and a hashtag Castle Corner, hashtag ABTV Rain, and I will uh, try to put it in the hat for you know maybe next week's Castle Corner. Right. See right. That. So should we get into predictions? This is running a little long. Let's do it. <laughs> predictions. And now predictions. Um. Short term, obviously, Narcisse is playing something. I think he's going to build it up. Maybe it'll culminate in the end of the season. Hopefully, it does not. He doesn't win. I don't want to. I respect him a lot. I love his kind of one ups on, on a lot of the different characters. Um, plus, he's just a witty guy in general. He's a smart dude. I respect that. But 
I do want to see him lose in the end. Um, <laughs> same with with Antoine. Like he's kind of he's kind of like a mini Narcisse. Like he has moments of like, well, that was kind of smart, but at the same time, he's just. He's kind of a douche, not going to lie. He's a huge douche. I think that's why we don't like him. Like, Narcisse, this is why. People don't like douchebags on intelligence. They don't True like story. douchebaggy characters. Yeah. You, we love assholes. Assholes are great. Douchebags suck. Yeah, he went that's too far. That's the difference between these two villains. Yeah. One's an asshole and one's a douchebag. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's my two cents for the day. Uh, my predictions, though, I think... Uh, Lola's, I mean, we saw kind of in the previews for next week, um, we see that Mary's mother, um, Marie de Guise, de Guise? De Guise? I think it's de Guise. De Guise. They, that's what they I say. I am so sorry that I, I keep it's jumping back and forth. It's a docu-series. Yeah, de Guise. Trust what they say. Um, Mary de Guise, uh, is coming back. Um, probably not to Mary's happiness, maybe to come back to, to figure out what happened to her brother. Uh, that makes sense to why she might be coming back and also find a way to grow her power because she's power hungry bitch. Um, but I think Lola, I think we're going to find out that Lola maybe has been working with Mary's mother for a long time. Um, I, I think, I don't know, because Lola's the only one of Mary's ladies that I feel like is sneaky enough, is smart enough, is that to hide something for that long from Mary. Um, and even though I feel like it might be a, a thing where, you know, Lola truly does care for Mary, it might be like a Conde type thing. Like, obviously, Conde finds out all these sneaky... Right. Yeah, that, that he kind of then realizes he, like, loves her and stuff, so he doesn't really want to go through with all this. Um, so he's, Yeah, he's like a struggling. higher motivator. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I also think um, Narcisse will... Kill Francis. Whoa. Um, That's a pretty big prediction. And then I think, then we'll get our Catherine, no, something Narcisse is going to do is going to lead to Francis's death, and Catherine's going to figure it out, and Catherine's going to... Do you think that's going to happen this season? Or are you playing the long I con think, right now? Oh, I think I think we're going to lose Francis by the end of the season. <sighs> oh I saw God, that. It no, Team me. World Bros. It kills me. Oh, it does. It really, really does kill me. But I, I just think it, the way history is. I don't know though because like you see, you see the videos that some of like the the actors post of like you know where they're shooting and scenes right. they're shooting and stuff, and it's still winter obviously and snow all over Canada. So it's like. Not much time can really be passing at this point because, like, today, Torrance, like, tweeted something or Facebook, Instagram something, like, where he was shooting outside right. today. So, obviously, an episode, like, two or three or four episodes down the line, it's still going to be winter. So, it's, like, how, it, how quick time is passing, I don't really know. But I just feel like they're going to have to go out with a bang at the end of the summer or at the end of this season. And I feel like, unfortunately, we're going to lose Francis because that's, that's what happens in history. I'm going to be so sad because it's going to completely change the dynamic of the show. Right. Um, well, that's why I think it might be a little too soon. I mean, they are not afraid to do that. Obviously we saw King Henry go. Yeah. So I think they could, I hopefully they, they at least drag it on for another season. I, I like, Francis, I'm I'm very pro Team Royal Bros. But can, so. can, can I extend my prediction? You about, may. So Please. I think obviously Narcisse will do something that will end up leading to Francis's death. Catherine will get a revenge on Narcisse. But I think Conde is going to get wind of it, but he's not going to do anything to stop it because obviously he wants Mary, and that's going to be messed up. I don't know. I think he's a better. The fact that he defended Bash makes me believe that he. 
wouldn't let something like that. I, but I mean, it's just he's gonna be. He's just not gonna say. We'll anything. see. I don't know. He shall see. He's just not gonna say anything. I think I'm, that's yeah. it. Because obviously, he does find out that his brother really did to kill. You know, True. like lead to killing Henry. And he's not gonna say anything about that. Pretty so he's enough. just. I mean, I, I, I I'm know. all for Conde, although I'm team Francis and Mary getting back. And someone tweeted at me last week that, like, there was a prediction I had that came true, and I don't know which one it was, so if you could remind me, I'd really appreciate it. Um, I was we predict to a lot of stuff. So. I know, I, I throw things out all the <laughs> I'm time. I'm glad that one came through. Um, I'm really happy that one came through, and I want to, like, keep tallies of, like, yeah, just... I got it right! Uh, so let me know. But um, where can we find you until next week? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JB underscore Zimmerman. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Keaton Markey. And um, it's my birthday tomorrow. Thank you for all your birthday wishes last week. I really appreciate them. <laughs> I'm playing your song. Oh, you are? Nice. Oh. We get I'm a Pisces. Wait, we got, we got we got to go up to the to the chorus. Oh, I miss it. I miss it, but I love it. I love it. I love it. Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. We will see you next week. <laughs> Are we out? Oh, we're not out. <laughs> Executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.